you sell and market your offers, your programs from the energy of excitement and inviting someone into something that is going to change their life for the better and allow them to make the decision if they're ready to invest in that program or that offer. Like, don't try and shove it down their throat. Don't try and force them to come if they're not ready. Just allow them to see you as someone that they can, you know, trust and learn from and be a guide for them, show them what's possible, be an example of what they can do if they were to work with you or buy your product or service, whatever. And then once you've extended that offer, you it's kind of out of your hands. Welcome to the Edge of Everything podcast. If you're an ambitious soul who's ready to master your mindset, become your best self, and manifest your dream life, then you are in the right place. Thank you for being here, and let's get into the episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Edge of Everything podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Autumn, and I'm so excited to have you here with us this week. Today, we're going to be wrapping up our three-part little Q&A series that we started a few weeks ago. And today, we're going to be talking all about niching down, how to market your stuff as a business owner or online coach, but still be authentic, and what the best way to grow your social media is. So we're going to dive right into things today. And today's first question was about niching. And it wasn't really phrased as a question. The person said, I don't know what my niche is. Is niching necessary? And so the second part of the question was definitely a question, is niching necessary? And we're going to talk about that. The first part of the question, I'm assuming you would like to know how to find what your niche is or how to decide on what your niche is. So we'll talk about both parts of this question. The first part of the question, is niching necessary? This is a very, very like hot topic in the online space right now. Um, whether or not you need to niche down or if you should just quote unquote niche down within yourself. I am not going to give you like a cut and dry answer here because I honestly don't think that there is one. Um, But there are a few different ways that you can approach deciding whether or not to niche down. For me personally, I feel like I struggled for a long time to niche down because I don't want to feel like I've been put into a box and I don't want to only be known for one thing. And before we go even further into this conversation, let me just backtrack for a second and tell you what a niche is for those of you who might not even understand what it means to niche down or to have a niche. So niching down is when you choose a specific topic or area of expertise to focus on within a specific market or industry, and you focus on solving a specific problem for a specific group of people. And in the traditional marketing world, niching down is... Honestly, it it used to be the standard. People used to niche down very hard because it allows for brands and businesses to, one, grow and scale more quickly, clearly identify their area of expertise and differentiate themselves from their competition, and cater their content offers and marketing to a specific group of group of people. Today, though, so many people are multi-passionate. They don't want to niche down. They want they don't want to be put into a box. You know, I'm one of those people. Um And this makes sense because niching down in a way, it puts you into a box. It makes it really hard to pivot and change niches if you decide that you don't want to do the thing that you started with or, you know, rebrand or reinvent yourself later down the line. And I actually had this issue with my TikTok account. And now I like I've been in this internal struggle about whether or not I want to start start from scratch or just keep the platform and try and rebrand. I've I've been trying to do a little bit of both. Like I started a new account and then I kept flip-flopping back and forth between the new one and the old one and what I want to do. And that's a whole conversation in and of itself. But anyway, that's what a niche is. It's 
basically a nice little box that you can put yourself into to help you grow and scale your brand or business a little bit more quickly, talk to a specific group of people, achieve a specific goal with your content offers and marketing. And it just overall makes it a little bit easier to scale. But honestly, in my opinion, I kind of wish I hadn't niched down within a field or area of expertise. I wish that I had niched down within myself. And this is a pretty new concept to the marketing business world and the online space. You know, social media has changed how we market and advertise things forever, especially when it comes to personal brands, businesses, small businesses. Um, And niching down within yourself is more about personal branding, in my opinion, than it is about niching down. So... To kind of make the long story short and to help this be a little bit more clear, your niche helps you to stand out and be known for what you do and your brand helps you to stand out and be known for who you are. And you can do both simultaneously. You can, you know, have your personal brand and be in a niche or have a niche And a lot of the successful people that I see in the online space, they kind of do both. Like if you go to like Monet McMichael, she is a very good example of this. She has niched down within herself. She has a very solid, tight personal brand, but she's also in the like beauty and I guess it would be lifestyle niche. Like she started off as a beauty influencer, blogger, person, (laughs) And then now she's built this really powerful, impactful personal brand around her story and her life. And yes, it still has makeup involved. So like, I feel like the best people in the industry, they do both. But especially if you want to be a business owner, you have to take that into consideration as well. I feel like the conversation around niching doesn't really take into account the fact that you might have different goals than someone else, like a business owner who doesn't necessarily want to be an influencer or to be... um renowned for their personality or like they don't want to share their lives on the internet they just want to have like a very professional cut and dry online presence that allows them to make money do what they love support their family travel whatever it is they want to do they would go more the route of like business niche like keep the personal stuff on the personal instagram page whereas on the other hand someone who wants to maybe be a content creator influencer who wants to monetize their brand and they want to be known and liked and trusted for who they are and they want to have a community built around the things that they love to talk about and whatnot they would kind of go more the route of niching down within themselves focusing on their personal brand and then monetizing later on so it honestly depends on your goals i don't think that niching is necessary it can definitely help because if you don't have a niche it can be a little bit more confusing for the person who you're trying to talk to or connect with. But I think at the end of the day, if you show up on social media with the intention of connecting with others and sharing from a place of authenticity and vulnerability, you will come across the right people. The right people will come across you. And like I said, it depends on your goals. If you want to monetize, you have to be a little bit more strategic about what you're trying to do when it comes to your social media strategy but if you just want to you know be online grow a brand maybe have some brand deals later down the line but you're not too worried about monetizing at this point i would just get out there and start posting start showing up start connecting with people play around with different niches play around with different content and we're going to talk about niching down within yourself we can do another separate episode on it because like we're trying to get through the last three questions here and i'm still in the first part of this question 
Um, but yeah, to make the long story short, niching is not necessary, but it can help depending on your goals and what you're trying to achieve. So if you don't know what your niche is, like I was just saying, I would just suggest writing down a list of all the things that you love to talk about. If someone gave you like 10 minutes, get up on a stage, talk about something that you're passionate about, I would start there with that being your quote unquote niche. Or you can think about three to five things that you could talk about endlessly or three three to five topics that you love. So for me personally, when it comes to my brand and the three to five topics that I feel passionate about that I want to build my brand around and my business around, it's mindset or personal development, self-improvement, whatever you want to call it, manifestation, entrepreneurship, and I guess lifestyle because I share a lot of my lifestyle with you guys too. I talk about like my life in Spain and things that are going on and all the things, but the three big topics or three to four big topics are self-improvement, manifestation, entrepreneurship. And so I niche down because because I am a business owner. I'm trying to monetize and make money and have clients. I have to be a lot more strategic about the way that I show up. And honestly, I feel like back when I was just kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall and just getting started with social media, it was a lot more easy and fun to be successful when I was just trying things and seeing what was working out than trying to be strategic because Lately, the strategy has kind of been like, this is blocking my flow. You know what I mean? So if you're new to this, don't focus on a strategy. I would just start with three to five areas, topics that you love to talk about or that you feel passionate about and start talking about those topics and those things from your unique perspective. We don't need another Google. We don't, unless you want to be like the go-to person in your industry. Like if you're a a history nerd and you want to be the go-to person in the history niche to teach people all about history, like straight out of the textbook. Cool. Like you can go do that. But if you're going to be building your personal brand or a business that you want people to come to and choose you for your unique perspective, your unique experiences, your unique expertise, you have to share things from your unique perspective. Because if you're just spewing like facts and information at people, they're going to see you as like an encyclopedia as another Google, and they're only going to come to you for the answers because they know that you, you'll you give them the answer that they're looking for, but it's not going to be infused with like your thoughts and feelings and opinions. And that's what people are looking for when they come to your page. That's what's going to set you apart from everyone else on the internet who's making content right now. So you have to do it from your perspective. Hence why I feel like the conversation about niching and personal branding, it's like all very nuanced. And I... This is just my opinion here. So you can take this with a grain of salt if you want to. But as someone who has grown a brand, grown a business, been in this space for two years now, I would hope that you trust me enough if you're listening to this episode to take what I'm saying and really just focus in on you and your brand, your business, and stop looking at what everyone else is doing and just focus on what you want to give to the world. Because at the end of the day, people aren't going to follow you if you're just talking about yourself 24 7 and this is where the like conversation about providing value comes in if you want to know more about this topic especially when it comes to like branding and niching and all this stuff I did a whole series on that the monetize your magic series it's episode 25 26 25 through 28 I'm pretty sure you can go back and listen to those episodes because all the juice is in there (laughs) I also have the Monetize Your Magic ebook if you're someone who would like to read through it. It's a 
80 page book with all the information, all the details, even more than I put into the episodes. And there's a workbook that comes along with it with activities and exercises to help you really nail down your personal brand, your business, your vision. So if you would like that, the link to that is in the show notes. So with that being said, we're moving on to the next question because we're 15 minutes in and we we got to keep going. We got to keep rolling. So the second question was, how do I market my stuff but still be authentic? So I'm assuming that if you're asking this question, you're a business owner because only people who have something to sell talk about like marketing. Um, and this is something that I'm still trying to figure out for myself, honestly. Um, sales and marketing are both skills. I feel like it's kind of like learning another language. You can't expect to just start a business, start marketing and selling things on social media and be perfect at it or be great at it. And as someone who is new to marketing and sales, I'm very much still in practice. I'm still learning. But from what I've learned so far, you market your stuff in an authentic way by providing a solution to someone's problems and doing it in a way that is with an integrity and with good intentions and not in a sleazy kind of like, buy this or you're not going to get to where you want to be, like bro marketing kind of way. I feel like marketing and sales has really shifted in the past few years since I've been doing this and since I've been learning about marketing and sales. And people can see through like bullshit now. They can see through those like um, scare, scare, sit. <laughs> scare tactics that a lot of people used to use in their sales like we're not going to talk too much about this because this is like a whole this could be 10 episodes honestly um marketing and sales but to answer the question in my opinion you market your stuff and still be authentic by showing up to provide value to someone else to help someone solve a problem that they've been struggling with and you have found the solution to that problem and are able to help them through whatever it is that they're going through, help them get to the next level in their life, their relationship, their business, their weight loss journey, whatever it is that you have that someone else wants, providing them that solution in a way that is well-intended, purely motivated, like you're not just doing it for the money, but you're doing it because you care about the results that you are helping someone else get. When you're marketing or selling something from an authentic place and you're doing it from good intentions, it's not going to feel like selling or marketing. It's going to feel like inviting someone to a party. And I talked about this in the Monetize Your Magic series with like inviting someone to a party and, you know, not forcing them to come to the party, but, you know, saying that you're hosting this amazing party for Halloween, since it's almost Halloween, we'll go with Halloween party. There's this amazing Halloween party that you're hosting and you're so excited about it everyone's going to be there. You hosted one last year and everyone loved it last year. So you want to invite them to this new Halloween party that's going to have new games and new treats and new people. And it's going to be so exciting and you're not going to want to miss it, right? And so you send this invitation out to the people that you want to come to the party. And some people are going to be like, you know, I can't come to the party. I'm so sorry. I can't come right now. I'm busy. The kids, the, the husband, whatever their excuses for why they can't come. And you say, okay, cool. I hope you can come next year or I hope you can come to the next party. Someone else will say, maybe, maybe I want to come to the party. I'm not sure yet. I'll let you know. And they might come or they might not. And either way, that's okay. Then there's going to be some people who are so hype about this Halloween party. They're going to show up with the best costume. They're going to bring drinks. They're going to bring food. They're going to bring even more friends because they love the parties that you host so much. 
And those are the people that you want at your party. Those are the people that you want. Like you've sent the invitation, you allowed them to make the decision for themselves and you showed them how great it's going to be. And then you leave it up to them to decide if they are ready to come or not. So in my opinion, it's the same way with like marketing or selling things. You sell and market your offers, your programs from the energy of excitement and inviting someone into something that is going to change their life for the better and allow them to make the decision if they're ready to invest in that program or that offer. Like, don't try and shove it down their throat. Don't try and force them to come if they're not ready. Just allow them to see you as someone that they can, you know, trust and learn from and be a guide for them, show them what's possible, be an example of what they can do if they were to work with you or buy your product or service, whatever. And then once you've extended that offer, you it's kind of out of your hands. So I feel like that's the best way to market or sell your stuff and still be authentic. I hope that answered your question. We got onto Halloween parties and I was just rolling with it. But yeah, that's kind of how I see it. So if you would want to have a conversation about it more as it pertains to you or your business or your um, products, whatever it is that you're trying to sell, hit me up on Instagram. We can talk about it. Um, I love marketing and sales. I'm studying it. I implement it. I've done it. Um, You guys know if you listen to the Monetize Your Magic series about all my big wins that I'm not going to list here again. Um, But yeah, I think that's the best way to go about it and to just practice because like I said, it's like learning a language. You have to learn the language of how to talk to people, how to speak to your ideal client, how to speak to different buyer types. Um, And like I said, we're not going to go into this today because it's it's deep. We can go deep. But um, yeah, I would just start by sharing from a place of good intentions, excitement, positivity, and just kind of like let the cards land where they may because you can't force someone to buy something that they don't want. I mean, you can try, but it probably won't work out well for either party. So just keep that in mind and do your research invest in mentors, coaches, programs to help you if you feel like you're not confident enough to get started on your own. Um, That's what I'm here for. That's what the Monetize Your Magic series is here for. Um, We talked a little bit about the marketing and sales aspect of things in episode four of that series, which I think is episode 28. So you can go back and listen to that one. Um, And yeah. So the last question that we're going to talk about today for this series is what is the best way to grow my social media? I love this question. In my humble opinion, the best way to grow your social media is to show up on social media. It's to show up and to post and to be consistent and to choose the platform that most aligns with your goals, your vision, what you like to do, and just be consistent with it. Like, (laughs) I hope you guys didn't think that I was going to give some like you should do this, 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 and this. No, because it's going to be different for every single person. For me, the best way that I grew my social media and my business was through TikTok. Hands down TikTok. We talked about this a little bit in the part two of the series. I talk about this all the time because I'm a TikTok stan. The best way for me personally has been TikTok because that platform is unmatched. I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty about TikTok again because we literally just did that last week. But There is no other algorithm, no other platform that is pushing new people to view your content, follow you, connect with you, find you than than TikTok. Like no platform rivals it right now. And like, yes, YouTube 
I mean, yeah, YouTube shorts and Instagram reels, they try, they do, but there's nothing like TikTok. As far as visibility goes and the potential to reach more people more quickly, um, but at the end of the day, like, it's going to depend on what your goals are, how much time you have to dedicate, um, what you like, like, if you like more long-form content, short-form, audio, video, text, like, it's, it depends. So, if you want, like, a specific answer for you and your business or your brand, message me on Instagram and we can get a conversation started. But I think the best way is to figure out, like, one, what's your platform? Two, how often can you show up? How often do you want to show up? What consistency is going to look like for you? Because if you're not showing up consistently with, number three, providing value to your audience, you're not going to grow. So that's the best way to grow your social media. It's to pick a platform, stick with that platform for a while. I would say go hard, but going hard is going to look different for every single person and in in different seasons of your life or of your business or brand. Pick a posting schedule and how consistent you want to be. Focus on your personal brand and niching down within yourself. Like think about those brand values, content pillars, all of this we talked about in the Monetize Your Magic series and in the workbook that's in the show notes. Um, so we're not going to go to go into it again. Focus on building community over building an audience or just gaining followers and likes, especially if you plan to monetize at some point from social media. Like community and community over audience is always going to benefit you in the long term and that's honestly one of my biggest regrets with my previous or my my first tiktok platform um was not prioritizing the community over like followers and likes and just trying to go viral and being patient um and slowing down and not trying to get to the quote-unquote success that you're trying to as quickly as possible. I think that if you are showing up, being consistent, providing value, doing all of these things, hitting all of these boxes, it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And you want to make sure that you get there in your time, in divine timing, and not trying to like rush to that finish line because you think you need to, to prove something to someone else or even to yourself, honestly. Because I think a lot of us, if you're anything like me, we can be very hard on ourselves and have expectations of ourselves that we wouldn't necessarily put onto other people. So I think that focusing on the long-term success and sustainability of your brand or of your business and, you know, falling in love with the journey and with the process and like slowing down and letting it unfold as it needs to and as it should and not how you think it should um, is the key. And we can talk strategy all day long, but also the other piece of it is the energetics, which we talked about in the Monetizing Magic series. Um, And just making sure that your energy is in the right place, your mindset's in the right place, because um, if you grow your social media, if you grow your brand, your business too quickly or without the proper tools, without the proper like stress management, nervous system regulation tools, the right energetics, you're either one, you're not going to get there if you don't have that. Um, those tools and like the right mindset, the right energy going into it, it's not going to happen for you or two, you're going to get there and you're going to sabotage it and it's just not going to last in the long term. So that's what I have to say about that. Um, The best way to grow social media is to figure out your unique 
blueprint and stop trying to do what everybody else is doing. Hone in on you, your brand, your business, your strategy. Focus on you. Like, stay in your motherfucking lane. I've said this in previous episodes, but you cannot be a copycat of someone else and expect to be, like, the next big entrepreneur, influencer, content creator, whatever you want to call yourself. Um, I think that you just got to do you. And the right people will find you and love you and want to learn from you and connect with you and buy from you. And... If you are struggling with it, if you've been at this and you're like implementing all these tools, but you're still not seeing growth, you're still struggling, you're stuck in 200 view jail, (laughs) Um, you're frustrated with these algorithms, you're not making any money, you're not getting clients, you don't have a community. If you're struggling and you're frustrated and you would like some help or guidance, I have three spots open for private mentorship where we will go super deep together one-on-one every single week on your brand and business so that we can get you moving in the direction where you are making sales, signing clients, gaining the community, the followers that you want, whatever it is that you're trying to to achieve with growing and monetizing your brand on social media. I'm your girl to help you out. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, the link for my application is also in the show notes. With that being said, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and this series Make sure you go back and listen to the Monetize Your Magic series if you haven't already because we covered this like stuff times 10. And yeah, I hope you have a great rest of your week and I'll see you in the next episode.